So you're super duper worried about your year 12, you're worried about what it's gonna be like studying from home, you're worried about the responsibility on your shoulders for your own learning, you're worried about how you're gonna do all the things so you can get the score to follow the path that you've had in your mind forever about what happens next. Here's a question, whose goals are you pursuing? Whose dream is it for you to go to university? Is it your dream? Is it your goal? Is it somebody else's goal? Now's the time. Now is absolutely the time to be asking yourself this question because, because your year 12 is not gonna look anything like what you thought it was gonna look like, right? I wanna tell you a story in a second about my year 12 because my year 12 looked nothing like I thought it was gonna look like either. And yet, and yet I still had an amazing end to my teens, an incredible decade in my 20s and beyond. And I went and got myself a PhD in clinical psychology, but I'll get to that in a minute. Here's what I want you thinking about. I want you thinking about your year 12 being different as being a gift, because this is the time you now get to sit back for a minute and choose how you approach this. So let me tell you about my year 12. I was a bit of a high achiever, did pretty well, spent my final years of high school, so year 11 and year 12 I spent in a private school, up until then I'd been in, in public schools. I spent those final two years with an expectation that they were going to set me up to go straight to university. My interests at that time were languages and fine arts and I was going to pursue the heck out of those and my goals were to go into university and do something amazing. Now. I became quite unwell and had a lot of time off in year 12. We had a lot of family stress going on. Now, I'll be honest, it was a long time ago. So we're talking about 1987, if I'm really honest. 1987, when I was in year 12, it was the era of the, you know, the end of the Cold War. It was just before the Berlin Wall came down. So I'm ancient, right? And it was also the first wave of the AIDS crisis. And so during my year 12, we had an uncle of mine, an uncle by marriage, who was, um, was living with AIDS. And he came and lived with us. And my mum nursed him for a while, while I was trying to focus on my year 12. We also moved house a couple of times. We, my mum's relationship broke down. Uh, there was divorce. There was just all this stuff going on. So my body gave out as a stress response my body gave out and i literally just could not physically get myself to school so i had to work from home for a lot of my year 12. now what that meant was i actually had to make some really tough decisions about my future it was either quit and repeat year 12 because it was all too hard or do my year 12 differently so I, being rather stubborn, didn't want to repeat year 12. So I took plan B and I did year 12 differently. I dropped my languages, which were my passion, but I was so far behind that I couldn't catch up. There was not much more I could do about it. I just couldn't catch up. So I dropped the languages. I was still studying English literature, which was a godsend. And in fact, my first name, Tess, is not my birth name. 
I changed my name to Tess because I was so in love with Tess of the D'Urbervilles, which is one of my books in year 12. Um, my studies in English literature fed my passion for theatre and acting. So I got to feed the things that fed my soul while I did my year 12 differently. I also continued with my creative arts and I got to pursue that and paint from home and do a whole lot of different things that I wouldn't normally have been doing if I'd been at school. So I got to build a portfolio so that I could then apply to art schools at the end of my year 12. I got to immerse myself in drama and plays and literature so that I could pursue my acting interests after year 12. So what looked like a disaster at the outset, having to drop everything, having no pre-tertiaries. So in my day, you had to do maths or a language to be eligible for, for entry into university. Um, and I had neither, because I ditched maths as soon as I could. So for me, the choice to continue in a different way, the choice to pursue year 12 and finish it differently to what I'd set out, actually put me on to some other paths that opened up a whole world of possibilities for me. Now, when I was in year 12, I didn't know that I was gonna become a psychologist. It was the furthest thing from my mind. What I did decide to do was really double down on my art and my passion for the arts more broadly. So by the end of year 12, I had had my first starring role in a play and I actually did okay. I did really well. By the end of year 12, I had a portfolio of paintings, some of which I sold. By the end of year 12, I couldn't go to university, but I was accepted into an art teaching college. Now, I decided to defer that offer and take another 12 months to just decide what I was gonna do, so a gap year. Now, interestingly, if I hadn't, I might be your art teacher now. <laughs> But I decided to defer that, year to, that, that entry into art college and instead just explore. So I put all my effort into painting and acting. And I uh, studied photography part-time as well in that gap year. So I completely did a 180 and pursued things that fed my soul. And I was so happy with what I was doing. I was learning. I was pursuing interests. I was contributing to... The society around me through my artworks my photography and the acting in fact some friends and i even set up our own theater company and put on plays for our community so i pursued those things for such a long time and i for a while thought that would be my future and then life took a different direction uh, i met my boyfriend who became my husband and both of us decided that the time had come when maybe we could do something a bit more um, sensible and go to university. So why did I choose psychology? Nothing to do with what I did in year 12. Absolutely nothing to do with anything I did in year 12. Why psychology? It was because of my love of reading. So because I doubled down on English literature and the creative arts in year 12, I eventually reached a point in my adult life where my love of reading, in particular my love of reading anything kind of dramatic, led me to a fascination with crime fiction. And that led to a fascination with forensics. 
So forensic, um, I actually met a police officer, uh, a former police officer who had, who told me the story of how she'd crawled around on the carpet of this apartment where a woman had been assaulted and found one pubic hair, which was the only evidence that linked the person to the crime. And I was sold. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this world of crime and, and real gritty, real world stuff. That's where I need to be. So I decided to go to university and study psychology and weave into that my fascination for forensics. So I graduated eventually with a PhD in clinical psychology, studying criminal behaviours in my PhD year, studying aggression, studying personality disorders. So interesting. I loved every minute of it. And then I did work for a while in a prison. In fact, I worked in two different prisons and I did work for a while in a number of other settings before becoming a private practitioner, before becoming you know, a successful business owner, which of course then led to me becoming a business coach. All because in year 12, I doubled down on the things that fed my soul instead of fighting against the stress of trying to stick on the same path when everything around me had changed. So year 12 students and your parents, I really want you to hear this story and I really want you to trust me when I tell you, I believe in you. I believe that no matter what 2020 throws at you, global pandemic, pfft, isolation, pfft, you can make this year whatever you want it to be and still be an incredible success, still contribute so much to your community, still be vibrant and amazing and incredible, an incredible part of this society, no matter what you choose to do. So we all need to hose ourselves down. We all need to just look at the cards we've been dealt and say, how can I make this work for me? How can I graduate with my friends at the end of the year, the end of the academic year, be proud of what I've achieved, even if it's not what I thought it was going to be. So if you thought you were going to study medicine and don't get a score high enough to get you into medicine, does that matter when you're my age? Of course not, because you may have found other entry options. You may have found other interests. You may have realized that that actually wasn't your dream in the first place. It was perhaps somebody else's. So take a minute. Just take a minute to calm all the noise around you, to think about what it is that feeds your soul, to think about what it is that inspires you, because this is your year. This is your year to grab it by the balls and go hard on joy. Go hard on passion. Go hard on what excites you, because why not? Why not? So when people assume that I did the traditional track, you know, they see that I've got a DR in front of my name and they think, oh, well, she must have done really well at school and went off to uni and did all the things. Not at all. I took every possible left hand and right hand detour I possibly could along the way. And I was 25 when I finally went to university. And then I did know what I wanted to do. I did know where my passion was leading me. And it was an amazingly fun thing. The years in between, gold. I don't regret a single one of them. Absolutely amazing times. Absolutely amazing memories. And that's what life's for, right? 
to create amazing memories, to contribute in whatever way we can, passionately, vibrantly, one day at a time. So please take it one day at a time. Encourage your parents to see this if they don't believe you when you tell them that it will all be okay. And be kind to yourself. Bye for now.